Welcome back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember you did. I, remember you did. <laughs> I forgot about this bit. To <laughs> another spooky, scary episode of the Simon and John podcast. I don't know if I'm like uh, sort of Dracula on evil German. <laughs> yeah. Continue to listen if you dare. <laughs> Please have some of our pumpernickel. And uh, well, I try to think of German things now. Uh, some voice spear. Hold <laughs> on to your schnitzel. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy, but humpy ride. <laughs> Grab on to your bratwurst. <laughs> And cover it in onions and shit. We can't just use the same joke and change the meat, Thomas. <laughs> we can. All right. Okay. Do you want to Google some German sausages and we'll do it again? Pull up a pull up a pickled egg. <laughs> and uh, talk in your Wiener schnitz. <laughs> Uh, uh, th- yes, so, um... <laughs> you can abandon it, you don't have to continue. Yeah, let's just, let's just stop it. Uh, enjoy the second episode of the Halloween podcast. Bye. Bye. When, when I looked into, I did some, did some research on the best rated horror films, right? Okay. And one one came up in the top ten that's really surprised me, and it's called It Follows. No, I think you've told me about it. Yeah, before. it's fucking hilarious. I, I've still never seen it. There's some there's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's some bits in it that thank God that is fucked up. But it's, <laughs> the idea is, it's almost like a uh, it's like a curse. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And you've essentially got this spirit pursuing you um, and the only way you can move that curse or if, if you're if i'm cursed yeah and somewhere in the world and bearing in mind this this spirit it, it'll, it'll take the form of a human being yeah only you can see it and it can be anywhere in the world and it can only travel on foot yeah so it could be in fucking china but i know <laughs> i'm cursed and i know that there is something on its way over from china on foot that at some point is going to show up and I'm going to be the only one that can see it, and it's going to try and kill me. The yeah. only way I can pass the curse on to you is by fucking you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> so you've got these people, yeah, who are like, like this at the start of the film. This guy sleeps with this girl, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and, and he knows that he's passed this curse on. And uh, you know, people, people actually, you know, you can almost like five times remove yourself from the. Yeah. <laughs> and and one of the most fucked up parts of this film is when this this lad has got this curse and he doesn't believe anything. It's bullshit, right? And this um, ghost, this this demon thing, takes the form of his mum. Right. So he's in bed. He's in his room. It's late at night, and his friends are like racing to his house because they've realised that it's actually him. They don't know. It's people have been fucking that much. Right. That they fucking they've lost they've lost track of who's good. 
<laughs> right, okay. <laughs> it was all a bunch of slags. <laughs> so they're like, right, who is it? Uh, have they had sex with? If they if they if they've had sex in the last two weeks, who with? Oh no, I think she fucked him. So he'll have it. Oh no, I know that he fucked her. So and they're trying to figure it out. Who the hell is actually cursed? And the one person who is cursed thinks it's a lot of bullshit. And they don't get to his house in time, and he's in, he's just chilling in bed. And he's, 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 there's a knock at the door, and he opens, and his mum's there, and, and you know that's not his mum, but he doesn't. And his mum fucks him to death. <laughs> <laughs> now that that shocks even me. That that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> she like grabs him, and fucks him to. Death. <laughs> and <laughs> just making a note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, so so that, that's that's one I felt like I had to mention. Oh, there's also to another death. because I I first saw this film when Fatter and I not we're not long being together, and um, she she used to have like film nights with a friend Rachel. <laughs> He's still chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost him. I'm gonna have to leave. It. <laughs> it's it's just the the usual the usual Rosk um, mannerisms. <laughs> His mum fucks him to death. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. Uh, and then there's, there's, there's one other part in the film that's worth a mention is um, the, the thing that's stalking this girl. It's a naked man, uh, you know, because th- throughout the film, the, the curse and the demon takes different yeah. forms. And this, this girl knows that the summer after, and it's this naked bloke. And she flees this house because she thinks they've seen him in the house and she's driving away and she looks in the mirror and it's, it's, it's just this bloke stood on top of the roof, bollocko. Like stood on the roof, just stood there with his cock out. And uh, so, so, so I watched this um, for the first time with Fatima and her friend Rachel, um, who, who I'd not long sort of met really. Um, and they'd already seen the film once. So they're like, oh, we're right. going to watch it again because you need to see it. Um, and it was at the time I was working in Jessup's. I don't know if you remember, I actually made a key ring for Rachel. And on one side, I put a nice picture. And on the other side, I put a picture of that naked dude. <laughs> no, don't remember that. <laughs> <It follows. laughs> That's the one. Um, I think the next three aren't going to take anywhere near as much. Okay. I've, I've, I've put the Rob Zombie films. I think Rob Zombie is a fantastic horror director. Okay. Can you just name a couple? Because I can't remember. Uh, House for Thousand Corpses. Uh, have, I, have I seen that? Have I seen that? I might have seen that one. Yeah. That was one I of my favourite right. horror movies at one point. Right. Um, um, he did, he did um, The Devil's Rejects. Oh, I almost watched that last night. That's really... That you almost that did. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is a, sort of a, a sequel of sorts. So you right, should okay. watch House for Thousand Corpses first. Right, okay. Because um, it's the same characters after the right. events. Yeah. Um, he did um, a version of Halloween, I think. He used... Um, yes. He, he used yeah. Kane, I think Kane from the WWE acted in it. Right, okay. Okay. Um, he did, we watched one recently called... Um, it was a number. Was it 13 or something like that? Right. 
Um, but yeah, um, he's just he's just got Rob Zombie is an auteur. He's got his own very unique style, and because he's Rob Zombie, it translates directly from his music onto the screen. And as a fan of White Zombie and Rob Zombie in the past, it's really cool to see the like the themes and the music videos. And whenever Rob Zombie or White Zombie released a music video, it was always going to be worth a watch. Yeah. Like, because of just how he is as a person there's the shit that he's into so his films are like a direct translation of his songs oh yeah i'll I'll definitely watch them yeah Yeah. so that's another one i wanted to mention i wanted to mention the hellraiser movies oh Um, oh yeah um you like them huh you like that scared the cenobite scared of the bejesus out of me yeah Uh, it's just oh horrific uh, each of the individual uh, Cenobites. So, um, yeah. It was one of them like used to be a DJ and now we had like vinyl sticking out. I mean, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I remember, well, there wasn't there one, a guy that had like um, like jigsaws in his face and things like that? And yeah, oh. Yeah. And, 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 I, 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 and ultimately, Pinhead is terrifying. Yeah. Who played Pinhead? It was a quite a famous I don't know, actually. I don't it was, know. It was a famous I don't know. But um, yeah, so, you know, the, the idea of each of these what became the Cenobites. And there's a lot of Hellraiser movies. I think there's about seven yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and each one of the Cenobites and you introduce different ones in each film, um, they've become that based on what they what they did when they were human. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it was closely related. Other times it was like, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like one of them was a milkman and there's a Cenobite. Yeah. There's a Cenobite, he's got udders. It's like, oh. <laughs> I just made that one up. But, um, at least they can, they can tell what the weather's like. <laughs> um, but no, the, I, I think well, the, I, I think the first one was terrifying. Second one probably slightly more. The third, I completely didn't get what was going on. I, I, I it, so much was going on that I didn't follow it. Um, but um, yeah, I, I swear, uh, there's another another Clive Barker film that I watched because of Hellraiser. I can't remember what it was. So it doesn't matter. Jericho. I don't know what it was. I just can't remember. Yeah, but um, the, you know, whenever you saw that, that box was an object of true terror, wasn't it? That yeah. It was like, oh, shit. Oh, just, shit. No, no, just leave it. Just don't touch it. Just yeah. don't touch it. Yeah. So they were worthy of mention. Um, and the last one I wanted to mention, which is the one that I'm most concerned about, actually, because it nearly made it into my top three. Okay. Um, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it didn't. But um, Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, that is, I mean, you know, the Hannibal saga um, and the books and the films and just the whole, I think it, obviously it's a masterpiece on all platforms. Yeah. Um, uh, but Silence of the Lambs was was particularly special, I felt. It was the first I, one, wasn't it? I, I think, uh, no, Red Dragon was. Well, other than um, that, <laughs> I don't count that. I do. <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I would also struggle to... to to, to categorize it as a horror film though yeah well you could add that that is where you would go into the psychological yeah 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 exactly um, oh that that's why you, you spent half an hour explaining the, that just because of silence of the lambs is that <laughs> what it is <laughs> I, I think you'll find i'll put it as category number 12 thank you very much um but no no i i agree i think i think as 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 a film as a book uh, i think it's it's amazing. It's yeah, amazing. it is. And there's, there's not many, there's not many horror films that have such a, a, um, a masterful performance of somebody yeah. who isn't in costume. They're not done up and, you know, they're like, I mean, look at, look, look at like, I don't know. Think of a horror film 
where it's, you know, there's multiple of them. All right, let's say Saw. Yeah. You know, Jigsaw is the cause of it all. And he's just a man and he's all right, but you wouldn't say, oh my God, the guy who played Jigsaw was absolutely flawless, would you? No, no. It's, not, it's, all, it's all right, but it's not like, it's not on Hopkins level as no. Dr. Lecter. It doesn't take a, a, a good level of acting. He just looks a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he got the part. For, no, I'm not going to say that, don't I? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he, he, so um, that that for me is one of the, the standalone examples of somebody who was almost born for that role, even though Anthony Hopkins has done lots of other fantastic things. You, when you when you Anthony Hopkins will forever be Doctor Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, no matter what he does. Yeah, no what he does. Yeah, and there's just not many films that actually have someone a horror film specifically that has somebody that well defined as a character. Yeah. So that that had to get a mention, and that's my list of that. They're, they're like my honourable mentions. Okay, I, I'll 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 literally blitz through mine. <laughs> um, so we have mentioned it, but Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Um, I, I put that as my number five. I sort of did a number 10 just so, so I knew what I was doing. Um, Blair Witch Project, didn't know that much about it. Went to the cinema. Me, Charlotte and Doddy went. It was so packed that we couldn't sit together. So we were all at different parts of the, of the, of, of the, the theatre, cinema. And it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it well, we weren't used to films like that. No, no, not at all. Uh, so much so, we'd only just moved into the house. We didn't have curtains up. So we, we, were, we were lying in bed and the tree outside kept scaring me <laughs> because, of, because of that film. Um, I, we, we, I did rewatch that last week. And it's, while you can sort of see the flaws in it now, it's still unnerving, especially the last half an hour. It's just... It's quite a creepy film. Yeah. And still is, 20 years later. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Well, people, in the early sort of advent of faction film, people couldn't, they couldn't believe it wasn't real. Well, the problem with that is, because there was no, because there was no, no well-known actors in, it was marketed as it was found footage. Found footage, yeah, yeah. So you didn't know who these people were. I mean, looking at it now, you can you can kind of tell they're actors, but at the time, you didn't. So it, it was un, it was understood that this was real. Yeah. And they did a really good job of it. I'm not sure it's you a, could get away. Trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> I think Have you watched well, the second it was, one? It was one of the. I think it still is. It's it's the um, highest grossing movie of all time in ratio to the amount of money spent. on Yeah. It. Yeah. Is they made made millions. They, they spent almost nothing on it, and yeah. they made millions on it. But we could do it, right? Go camping. <laughs> Go camping with a cold so you get snotty yeah. <laughs> I can dribble on a camera, it's fine. Um, so anyway, it's a Blair Witch Project. Um, this is a late change because I watched it last night. This was in my top three and I re-watched it and it's come out of my top three. <laughs> um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Right. This was the second horror film I ever watched. And went after school to a guy that I knew a bit. And uh, he said, oh, we'll watch this film. So he sat there watching Nightmare on Elm Street 3. And it scared the shit out of me. 
I was, I was talking about this for Charlotte. There's a bit, and it is so throwaway that if you blink, you'd literally miss it. Oh, well, unfortunate term of words, I want to say it, but there's a bit where the doctor describes that one of the patients has cut off their own eyelids so they don't go to sleep, which I, I still think you, you'd go to sleep anyway. Like, you know, a fish doesn't, yeah. doesn't blink. So, but anyway, um, that, it, it, it just got to me. And I, I it, oh, it, oh, it just, the thought of cutting your own eyelids off for a start is quite horrific. And that stayed with me for years. So I, I, th- I think that was the bit that scared me <laughs> as opposed to everything else, you know, he's eating and killing people and everything like that. It was the bit where they talk about a kid cracking his eye, eye, eyelids off. <laughs> so that's why it was in there. Watched it again last night. Absolute pile of dog shit. So it came out. <laughs> it's awful. But um, so Blair Witch, um, Dawn of the Dead, yeah. uh, which is the one in the uh, in the mall. Yeah, uh, it's been remade about twelve times, and I love every yeah. single version of it. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a good story. They're all stuck in one place. Zombie film in them all. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah. Every time if they remade it every year uh, for the next twenty years, yeah. I'd go and see it. Um, yeah. Amazing. Um, the the Ring One and Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so creepy. Yeah, so yeah. creepy. Certainly the first one. Um, Definitely same the, the first one. Same with the Grudge, right? Scary. Oh, the, well, the Grudge is my next one. Right. Uh, the uh, it terrified Charlotte so much that <laughs> I used to sneak into whatever room she was in and just go. Uh, and it would freak her out. It yeah, completely it's freak like, her out. It's like, it's like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. and it's, where, again, it's the movement. It's the sort yeah. of. It, 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 it rat- oh. Oh, I go through it. I, went, I did go through a stage of watching a lot of um, Asian horror films. I guess you class them as. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's, there's one called Audition that freaked me out. I think there's a bit where somebody cut someone's eyes out or something. It's oh, and there's one about a nurse. There's, there's all sorts of things. They are they are incredibly good at making very creepy films. Yeah, they are. Uh, or certainly were certainly were. Was your class battle royale in that sort? Of, I don't know. Uh, no. 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 Well, it's not really horror, is it? It's that's like no, really. But it, but again, that's another amazing film uh, yeah. done around the same sort of time. Um, the first Zombieland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombieland uh, is good. Yeah, I think is amazing. I'd watch that. I'd watch that anytime. Like the second one? No. <laughs> I think they ruined it. I don't think so, they ruined it. It wasn't as good, but I, I no. think it was all right. I we quite enjoyed it. I, I was looking forward to it for so long. Watched it, and I thought, I hope they don't do another one. Hmm. Um, which is which is wrong. Um, the Omen. Yeah. Okay. The Omen three, <laughs> especially with Sam Neill. Yeah. Um, terrified me. Absolutely terrified me. I ha- I hated it, but loved it at the same time. Just the bit at the beginning. You have you have you seen it recently? No. There's a there's a bit where it's just this drill, and you you find out it's just a uh, you know uh, the, the a big drill they used to make like huge tunnels uh, through things and it's coming towards you for ages and ages and ages. And you see all the little nobbles and things on it. And it uh, 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 hated it. Nobbles. Uh, <laughs> it's a technical term. Um, Poltergeist. Um, yeah. I thought was amazing. The, fir- the first one, especially um, I like Poltergeist because it was quite funny as well. 
Yeah, it was. You know, in, in part, in parts, it's quite silly, and and they are quite normal. That the 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 dad and the mum, you know, the bit where he's going before, after, before, after, when he's like talking about his belly and things like that. It's just quite silly in parts, but then quite scary. Yeah. Um, and I, I, not quite what we're looking at, but I think Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that is that's very uh, yeah. That used to be scary though. Uh, it, it still is. It's still a bit creepy. Yeah. Bear in mind that came out when I was uh, eight. I still think that's like arguably like top ten intros to songs when yeah. it kicks in. Oh yeah. my god! It's, it's just as soon as that happens, it's like yeah, got me. And the, and the thing is, I mean, it, it's it's done so well, uh, you know. And I think the whole video is about twenty eight minutes long. Yeah, it was long. Yeah all together and at that you had to own it you had to own it yeah. there's, there's, there's no way you couldn't uh, and there was a making of it after as well and it, it goes into you know explaining how it was done and everything like that um uh yeah ph- phenomenal i think it's the one and only video i've bought off itunes <laughs> just to own it but you, you had to yeah, yeah. The, the video shop you tried rented it it was gone for months you'd never see it yeah. Um, because absolute class, quite gory, a little bit creepy and scary. The Vincent Price uh, uh, voiceover is yeah. is. Uh, I spent I spent years doing that. <laughs> Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. This, this sounds like this sounds like the Pet Shop Boys doing that. <laughs> And Terrorise the neighbourhoods. <laughs> um, how dare you? That did sound very counterintuitive. Yeah. I'll put that. There's also Attack the Block. Oh, yeah, saw that recently. Attack the Block, uh, absolutely amazing. Saw that in the cinema, genuinely on my own. There was no one else in the whole cinema. Watched it on my own, creeped me out. Uh, the Ring, I already got. And um, Planet Terror, you ever seen Planet Terror? No, I haven't seen Planet Terror, don't Oh, think. watch it. Yeah. Watch it. So good. Um, uh, so it shares the same universe as Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so there's a there's a lot of uh, obviously right, he's in it. He, he's in it as well. Right. Yeah, that's it. Uh, well, that that was done as a double double A film with Death Proof. And what's the um, one with the lady with a gun on the leg or something? Oh, is that Planet that Terror. Is? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely worth watching. Um, <clears throat> it's funny. It's done. It's done like a bad. B movie, yeah. So, um, what we'll do, uh, we're about to enter into our top three uh, favorite horror films each. Um, but before that, I'm just gonna uh, I, I've I've been out on the streets of Leeds to ask people their favorite horror films. Cool. Okay. Let's see what they've got to say. Can you hear that? Hello, and you've uh, found me in the middle of Leeds, and I'm going to be asking people um, which is their favorite horror film. Okay, hi, I'm sorry to bother you. I just wonder if you'd like to tell me uh, what your favourite horror film is and what your name is. Uh, my name's uh, Johannes Vandenberg. Favourite horror film? Uh, yeah. Yeah, favourite. Yeah. 
proper jaws. J uh, jaws? Yeah, it's jaws, my big shark. It's crazy. Crazy. I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want my feet bitten by a by crazy big shark. <laughs> yeah, no, not for, not, not for me, you know? Good, good film, but bad shark. <laughs> Terrible. Hi there, um, can you just tell me your name and your favourite horror film, please? Hi, my name my name's my name's Danny and I and I I really I really really like Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. The the first one or, or Yes. Okay, any any particular reason why? Uh I just I really like the the dynamic of the movie and uh I just, I really like it. Uh, okay, do you feel that it got better or worse as it as it went along or uh I I I feel like they actually they got better, but uh, the 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 plot the plot twist didn't really didn't really hook like the first one. Right. Okay. So, what is it? Is it a particular plot twist you're thinking of? Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hello. Um. Could you tell me your name and uh, your favorite horror film, please? Hello. My name's Charles from Dudley. Um, my favourite horror film is probably Silence of the Lambs because I just love to see people's faces get eaten off, really. OK, I'm just going to back away from you just a little bit, but um, is, is there anything... Uh, do you identify yourself in some way? Well, yeah. Who doesn't want to eat someone's face? I do. OK, well, thanks very much. Uh, goodbye. No, I will never leave you alone. No, no, leave me alone. No, 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 Hi, I'm sorry, just get past this uh, dog. Um, uh, hi, could you tell me your name and can you tell me your favourite film, please? Hello, call me Owen. Uh, Owen. Oh, Owen, yep. Hi. Hello, 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 hi. Hello. Uh, can you tell me your favourite film, please? Your favourite film? Favourite, favourite, favourite horror, sorry, favourite horror film. Favourite horror film? Oh, favourite horror film. Oh, see what, I don't even know what life is with me. Marion! Marion! Let me be out of it! Uh, who's going to be the Irishman? Are you seeing that? We're going to try it. He's not even Irish. That's hard enough for me. But I, but I do like quite light snatch. <laughs> A snatch? Hey. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hi there. I'm just uh, wondering if you could tell me your name and your favourite horror film, please. Hello. My name. My name's Rodney, and I like. I like. The first Jeepers, the first Jeepers Creepers, the first Jeepers Creepers, as opposed to two and three. Yes, the, yeah, the first one. Okay, any particular reason why? Uh, I think I think in the first one they really got the the Jeepers and the in the Creepers right. I just didn't really I didn't like how they set it out in this in the next two. Okay, so you like Jeepers. And the, the, not, the, not the creepers in the same. So. Oh. Hi, I just wondered if you could uh, tell me your name and uh, tell me your favourite horror film, please. They call me The Dread. The Dread or Dread. Right, okay, Dread. My favourite film, probably Look Who's Talking. Favourite favorite horror film is Look Who's Talking? Yeah, favourite horror film, action film, favourite dramatic film. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It, 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 the ups and downs of it is amazing. The, 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 the film about the baby and John Travolta? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, it's pretty scary, though, don't you admit? 
I, I, I think it's really, really scary, but it's right. just... You see the baby soaring. You see the baby that young top. I see the baby that young top. I, I, and you see it's Boo Lewis. I'm sorry? Boo Lewis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go through. Go through, yeah, yeah. So, I think, really, I think, I think it's excellent that it might be a John <laughs> I think it's the John McClane's the baby. And I know the film's in the 80s. Yeah. But yeah. also Die Hard's in the 80s. Yeah. So yeah. I can't really, I don't really know what's going on, but it's yeah. definitely, definitely John McClane, that baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to say, it sounds like Booth, Yeah. Thank, so it's, thank you very much. Hi there, I'm just uh, wondering if you could tell me your name and uh, your favourite horror film, please. Deutsch. I'm sorry? Deutsch. I I'm sorry? Ich spreche kein Englisch. Um, uh, uh, ja? Deutsch? Uh, nein. Ich? Uh, das? Nein, Deutsch. Do do uh, do uh, Deutsch? Uh, can you tell me your favourite, can you tell me your name and your favourite horror film, please? Uh, ich heiße Julia. And my Lieblingsfilm, my horrorfilm? Yeah. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers 2. Jeepers Creepers 2? Yeah. Um, so, uh, as opposed to the first one? Yeah. Is there any reason why you prefer the second one? I watch only two. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> okay. And do you feel that the mix of Jeepers and Creepers was, was right in, in that film? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Hello there, I just wonder if I could get your name and your favourite horror film please. Hi there, my name's Charles and uh, my my favourite horror movie would be Home Alone. Okay, a horror, a horror film? Yes. Okay, is, is there a particular reason why that's your favourite horror film? It's the scariest movie I know. That, that's a really scary movie I'll have you know. <clears throat> that is um, the part when he gets the pizza delivered to his house. It's it's very the succulent Chinese pizza. I it was very very scary. I did not like it. <laughs> is it because you, you like worried that the the robbers are trying to get the hands on them? No, it's a bloody Chinese pizza. What? It, it's a Chinese pizza. No, no. Are you worried that the robbers are, are trying to get the, uh, their hands on the little boy? I'd, I'd say you better not have, you better not have your hands on my penis. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. So, uh, so that's that's the man on the street. <laughs> I think that's a very fair representation of. Um, I think that really encapsulates the, uh, you know, the lead. Um, <laughs> Who the fuck have you been speaking to? <laughs> Did you have your hands on that man's penis? Uh, uh, that's for me to know, and uh, and the, and the police. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's quite a broad range of horror films, there, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> didn't make it on our list. Oh dear, you know, brilliant. Oh, right. <laughs> God, I'm sweating now from that. 
I was up at half six doing that this morning. <laughs> Surprised there were so many people about. Okay. <laughs> it's good to see. Uh, um, it's a bit of a coincidence that we came across Johannes again after uh, we came across him for the Christmas films, didn't we? He, he just hangs around in the street anyway all the time, so he's, he's always there for a good soundbite. I seem to remember him being a fan of the bodyguard. It's the bodyguard. The bodyguard. Uh, the bodyguard. The bodyguard. <laughs> Okay, right, well, let's get into ours then. Yeah. Do you want me to do my number three first? Or? Yeah, go on, go on. Okay, I'll give you some clues, shall I? Uh, well, yeah, that, that'd help. <laughs> Can you just guess? <laughs> um, uh, uh, Ross's, uh, Ross's number three. <laughs> so the film um, is a British film. Okay. And it was released in 2002. Okay. Um, the... I think I, I think I know it. <laughs> Already. Well, let, yeah. let me give you a few more clues for. for I'll tell you what. For, what for I'll listening. do, I'll write down what I think it is. It's not Home Alone. <laughs> okay. Um. So the the I'll give you a, a bit of uh, background on the plot. Um. It depicts the breakdown of um society. Okay. Follow, following the accidental release of a, of, a, of a highly contagious virus. And the film focuses upon the struggle of, of four survivors to cope with the destruction of the life they once knew while evading those infected by the virus. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it is 28 days later. Yeah. Um, 28 days later, um, it... it, it it was very critically acclaimed for reviving the zombie horror genre, yeah. which I completely back. It definitely did. Yeah. Um, Danny Boyle doing something like that, I thought was always going to be good, although he has had a sh- some shit horror. I mean, uh, Sunshine, let's just forget that. Bollywood. We've already talked about that. Leave that. Yeah. Leave it alone. But, but Step the, away uh, from the sunshine. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think that, you know, there's not enough. Uh, the fact that it was set in places that we know, you know, it's set in London, um, they had to cordon off the street. There's no, there's no CGI. I mean, they they cordoned oh. off the streets. And when yeah. he walks out of the hospital and he crosses London Bridge, and Killian Murphy's obviously a lot younger in this, and uh, and it's it's also got um, uh, uh, Christopher Eccleston. I think he moaned about the part afterwards. Of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> He got paid for it, of course he did. <laughs> I'm just making that real. He was in it. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think the soundtrack. Um, the film just uh, what a, what a fucking brilliant film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think uh, <laughs> I'm, I think it's a good film. There's there's two problems I have with it. One of them is I'm not sure about these fast moving zombies. My wife, my wife Charlotte thinks that they're scarier, but I think the slow moving ones are more scary. <laughs> You know what I think? I think you're talking out your ass here. 
I think I think ultimately in if it was a real life situation um, of which we, we have this discussion quite a lot, you know, where would we go in a zombie apocalypse? You know, where do you think the safest place would be? Where, you know, where would you hide? What would you get? All sorts of things. We, we have we have the discussions all the time. Um, it's as if she's wanting it. But, you know, it, it's um, but I think in, in a real life situation, I think the fast zombies would be terrifying. But I think in a film, I think it's that because they're slow, it's that ever move, you know, that ever, it's all, always coming towards you. And because they're going so slow, they, they sometimes can creep up on you more, if you know what I mean, if that makes sense. Not really. Hello, is this, is this thing on? <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> I, 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 I completely 100% disagree. Um, yeah, I knew, I knew you would. I think that what made the film so much scarier... Now, you compare that with, like, the zombies in Night of the Living Dead, the original, right? We need, we, that's always worth a mention, the um, George Romero. Yeah. Romero? yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I watched that film, and I think, I wouldn't even be fucking scared, to be honest. Um, I like... Yeah, <laughs> And the, the, poor, the, the poor guy goes through all that and then gets shot in the head at the end of it. He's yeah. like, what? What? Yeah. Poor guy. Um, I think that The Walking Dead did a pretty good mix of the two because they are, you know, they're not slow moving by that sense. No. They're also no. not as they're not as quick as... The, the, the whole point of 28 Days Later was the rage virus, right? Yeah. And they weren't technically zombies. In it. You could have, there's an argument that they're not actually zombies. Yeah. They're just absolutely rage-infected people who yeah. just want to rip the fuck out of anything and anyone. And yeah, the speed they moved at and the ferocity of them, I thought was, you know, I mean, I would be fucked if that happened. You know, give me the Walking Dead scenario any day. Give me Night of the Living Dead any day. In the Walking yeah. Dead, you know, the the the, the they seem more brainless. Yeah, um, but these these the idea of the rage zombies and just fucking hell they are scary um, the, uh, is that the one where they're in the tunnel and the rats all escape first and with that that bit was probably scary and the rest of it it's like well they must be bad if the rats are running away from them <laughs> yeah and and also i think the sequel was good too with robert carlyle uh, uh, uh it wasn't as good it wasn't as it, good it was, uh, I, 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 the the distance that robert carlyle had to travel to find them again was ridiculous. It, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it does, does, don't they travel like 500 miles and they get there and he's there. But I think it was good. I, my second issue with it is, and this isn't just with that film, there's always, a, there's always a scene in whatever zombie film or anything like that when they think they're being rescued by the military and the military end up being worse than the zombies. Yeah. It happens so many times, and you can almost see it coming. And you just think, well, this is just going to... Right, so they, they think they're being rescued, they think they're safe, and then the, the military turn out to be knobends, and they're in, more, they're in more danger, so they have to then escape there. It happens every Walking Dead that's happened. You know, any film like that, it always happens. And I just think, just, just miss that bit out now. I've seen that too many times. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I think that doing it, um, I think the British, you know, British films have far more grit to them, don't they? Mm. I mean, look at like Dog Soldiers. I've not seen that. Oh, you've fucking not seen that. You've got to watch Dog Soldiers. <laughs> but that's another one, British military. But it, I just think that 
you know, take 28 days later with an American film studio in an American location and you've got an entirely different film. Mm. Mm. I, I just think that there's something that I've always, like British cinema, I stand behind it. It's, it's always so much more gritty and hard hitting, whether it's like sort of realist cinema or it's a drama or, you know, it's like think of like Ken Loach, you know, his types of films are really hard hitting, really gritty. But even with films that are really far out there, like a zombie apocalypse, yeah. I just think it, it's so much more scary because it's locations that we're familiar with. And I, I just think it's far more. Um, it's it's and, and and they they deal with it in the way that we would have to deal with it. Yeah, you know we, we can't we can't just go into we can't break into Asda and steal all the guns because they don't sell guns. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah, you'd, that's you'd it. A, you'd have to look for the biggest and heaviest aubergine. Yeah. yeah. Or a butternut squash if they were in season. <laughs> or, or or just a big pumpkin if it's near Halloween. Yeah. 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 No, they, no, you're right. Definitely right. And, and I think it is, it is a very good film. Um, I, I, I think the sequel's not, not as good. Um, but no, I think, it, I think it's good. Uh, it, it's almost a shame. He, I, the, one of the things I like about Danny Boyle, he, he, does, he, he does very different films every time, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's done some. I mean, Danny Boyle's a fantastic um, director. I yeah. mean, some some of me some of the best films I've seen have been done, and you know whenever he releases one, I'll I'll absolutely watch it. I'm just yeah. trying to bring up his filmography now, actually. Uh, uh, well, so you've got uh, Train Spotting, Shallow Grave, um, uh, Twenty Eight Days Later, uh, The Beach. I mean, 127 Hours was again totally different. Uh, no, right? no, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I am ne- I am never going to watch that film. <laughs> What it scares you, or because I, I yeah, I don't, I don't I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm never watching that. Um, Slumdog Millionaire was really good, never seen that, never seen it. <laughs> you need to watch these films, yeah. Um, you need no. to watch these films. I really want to see, I, I really want to watch yesterday. I haven't seen that yet. I do not like the sound of that it whatsoever. That, sound, that sounds like the worst premise of any film ever. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound, yeah, but if it's done right, it could be quite good. <laughs> I think it's a shame he he was going to direct the the last James Bond, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. And I think it's such a shame he didn't. You know, obviously there must be reasons for it, but I think it would have been it would have been one of the best James Bond films ever if he had done it. That'd been one of the weirdest. Yeah, definitely. But that might have been the best. Yeah. But no. But yeah, I, I I agree. I think I I think Twenty Eight Days Later is great. It's not in my top ten, but I I, I know why it would be in yours. Yeah. All right. That doesn't mean anything, does it? But you know what I mean. <laughs> Let's go on to your top three. All right, yeah. Simon's number three. <laughs> uh, right, so this film was released uh, January the 17th, 1996. Has a running time of 108 minutes. Any idea? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, had a budget of 19 million and it took uh, just short of 60 million. Uh, the film was banned in Ireland because it cited irresponsible and totally gratuitous violence. And it wasn't released until 2004 in Ireland when it gave it an 18 certificate. Uh, it spawned two more movies and eventually a TV series. So is it um, Hannibal? N- no. Red Dragon? No. 
Um, okay, so it spawned two. So 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 it's there's, there's three films, and it, and it's a TV series as well. Yeah, TV series wasn't particularly well received, but they, and, and it's, it's 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 gory, it's violent. Yeah. Uh, do you want, do you want to list some of the actors? Yeah. I'll go from least important to more, most important. Uh, Michael Parks, uh, Tom Savini, Danny Trego, Cheech Marin, Selma Hayek. Oh, I think I know what it is. Uh, Juliette Lewis, um, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. George Clooney. Yeah. And Harvey Keitel. Yeah, so this is from Dust Till Dawn. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Also, also the, um, I mean, Sam Hayek is one of the sexiest women on the face of planet Earth. Um, uh, certainly, certainly in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would, I, I would let her kill me if I got to suck um, whiskey off her toes. <laughs> um, <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh, I'd probably have to ask her for a little bit more. It yeah, I, not much, not much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I got, I got this. This was released kind of just after Pulp Fiction, so massively into Quentin Tarantino. So I, I had to watch it. I knew I had to watch it. It is set in Quentin Tarantino's world again. Yeah. Um, they smoke um, red apple cigarettes, and um, George Clooney gets a burger from Big Kahuna Burger. So it, it's so set in in their universe it's amazing when you used to hire them for the video shop you got them for, two, for a night didn't you uh yeah so uh especially new ones so i hired it got halfway through and went to bed and i went to work saying i think it's amazing i think it's really amazing and this the uh, guys at work said oh or oh, just think when they got to the bar i was like oh i, I haven't got to the bar yet and it's just like, right, okay, you're in for a surprise then. <laughs> and, and, and then the, the, day, the, the night after, I watched it from when they went to the bar. And it was like I'd watched two separate films over two separate days. Yeah. And I've, I've always maintained, I think the story was interesting enough before they get to the bar. You know, you, you obviously realise Quentin Tarantino is like a murderous pervert. Um, I think it would have been quite interesting to see how it would have played out without it going into a, a, a vampire film. It just would have been an interesting film. Maybe not as good as it, as it was, but definitely interesting. And I think just the bar bit alone in many other films is just a film on its own anyway, isn't it? Because you eventually find out the characters while they're in that sort of situation anyway, don't you? So yeah. it doesn't need the, the one hour build up before it sort of thing. So I always thought it would be an amazing two films. But the Is, fact that it, it... George Clooney and... Um, they play like brothers, don't they? Uh, Quentin. Yeah. Like yeah George Clooney is like the cooler, good-looking brother and, his, and Quentin Tarantino plays the annoying little psycho. Yeah, it's, uh, obviously they're, they're both troubled, but um, you know, they're, they're both bank robbers and they, they do like a, a, big, a big bank rob. And uh, is that what they call it? A big robbery. Who's Rob? All oh, right. Yeah, uh, and um, and they, they end up killing a load of uh, people and uh, state troopers and police officers and things like that. And then they go and escape. And then you first see them at the truck stop when 
you know they they've taken two girls hostage and they killed the the, the guy in the bar in, in the in the shop uh and it, it's just a really good story they've kidnapped they find out they've kidnapped this woman who's been in the, to the trunk the whole time uh they then get to this hotel and that's when they meet Harvey Keitel and his family sort of thing and, and I just think it would have been fascinating just to carry on with that story but then to literally bring it grind it to a halt <laughs> and then become a vampire film <laughs> is an absolute stroke of genius if that was me if I'd have written that I'd have thought, well, I've got two films out of this. I don't need to cut and paste the zomb- the, the vampire bit in it. I don't think the um, I don't think I, I mean I haven't seen From Dust Till Dawn for a long time. I have yeah. seen it a couple of times. Um, I don't think I've seen the second one. Now. I certainly haven't seen the series. Neither have I, <laughs> and I, I don't think I will. The second one, it's like a totally different director and cast and everything, isn't it? Um, it, it's a. Uh, the Quentin Tarantino and uh, Robert R- Rodriguez um, produced both of the other ones, but didn't have much to do with it. The only person that's in all of them is Danny Trego. I can never say his name. Trego. Danny Trego is the only person that's in all three. Um, but uh, Robert Patrick, who was um, a Terminator 2. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he's in the second one, I believe, but I've never seen it. It was, this, it was Quentin Tarantino's first paid job to right. write the screenplay to help with the screenplay for this so he wrote the screenplay for this before he did reservoir dogs before he did pulp fiction everything like that so um and, and i think it's kind of a genius stroke to have him in it as well because he is an absolute knobhead in it yeah yeah he always likes he's, to put himself in though doesn't he yeah he does well he, he does and his, his acting range isn't amazing but you know oh no he, he, he played he, quentin tarantino just plays it's almost like his characters, the characters that he creates and the characters that he writes, it's like, I feel like part of him sees himself like that in real life. Yeah. That's how he wants to be in real life. Yeah. So, because even when you see like interviews and, you know, he's, 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 there's some quite good, difficult interviews with him out there mm. and interactions with him where he clearly thinks that he's quite cool, but he's in reality, he probably spent the vast majority of his life being a nerdy little knobhead that nobody really... And, it, and now he's found a platform where he's actually yeah. coming out with some of the coolest, he's one of the coolest, you know, all of Tarantino's films are cool as fuck. And I've always thought this is how he would like to be. And when he put, puts himself in the movies, yeah. <laughs> he tries to act like all of the other characters do, but you've got like, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, John Travolta, yeah. you know, George Clooney, have it, all these cool guys. And then you got Quentin Tarantino, who's just like, <laughs> what, about, what about my bed sheets? They're my wife's bed sheets. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I know. I know what you mean. That interview we did with um, was it Martin Bashir? No, it wasn't Martin Bashir. No, it was uh, um, uh, Christian Guru Murphy. Where he's like, "I'm shutting your ass down." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell he was like, he, he really thought he was being a bit of a dick. I mean, yeah. that th- that journalist is a bit of a dick as well, actually. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but Tarantino is like almost trying to act like one of the characters in his films. Yeah, it's like it's like I don't dance to your tune. He's like, he's like, I'm choosing not to answer your questions. It's like, yeah, but you know, this is an interview. I'm just trying to ask about, yeah, and I'm shutting your ass down. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh God, he thinks he's in Pulp Fiction right now. Well, I was going to say, if, if he could, he'd pull a gun out right now, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky one, but he is good at what he does. He just, oh, fucking hell. Some of the best films. So, like, yeah. I mean, 
Inglorious Bastards will forever be one of my favourite films. Yeah. Um, I think his characters, they're so unrealistic and yeah. it's it's so out there, but it's fucking, they're brilliant. I mean, yeah. at, at one point in my life, Reservoir Dogs was my favourite film. At another yeah. point, Pulp Fiction was my favourite. At another yeah. point, Inglorious Bastards was my favourite. Yeah. You know, and Hateful Eight, fucking hell, I mean, talk to uh, Frank about that. Frank has uh, seen that film. I don't know how many times he's watched it. Shit, I mean, uh, I've seen it three times and he's seen yeah. it. He must have seen it over 10 times. Yeah. Um, it, it's absolutely cracking. Um, I still haven't watched his latest uh, Once, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is it? Um, I still yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I think, I, I just think Tarantino, is, again, is an author. He's got his own style. You kind of get an idea of what you're getting is crazy characters who there's yeah. a lot of quotable moments in all of the films. Um, yeah, I think he's fantastic. But as, as, a, as a person... <laughs> I think he's, he's quite he's a bit of a saucy little upstart, isn't he? <laughs> but he can be now. He's allowed to be. Oh yeah, he's, I mean he's clearly a genius. Like he's very. Yeah. You've got to be a little bit mental to be as good. But I just think I do sometimes think that you know those people that get bullied in school because they're you know those people in school are a bit of a dick and then they become star managers later in life and you can tell. That <laughs> are you the, talking about me? Are you talking <laughs> about me? <laughs> <laughs> It's the first time they've been given a bit of power and they use it and, you know, they, they, they inflict their, uh, <laughs> they inflict their miserable earlier years on. <laughs> all right. All right, Ross. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> about you. I didn't make that point. I'm sure you were, I'm sure you were moderately popular. In <laughs> Not really. Um, so yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my number three. That's my number three. that was the second episode of the halloween special did you enjoy that ross bloody terrifying isn't, isn't oh, it yeah. just yeah. <laughs> you know when we were talking about doing different logos and things like that i, yeah. I, I tried to do like um like uh, comic versions of us right that's what i ended up with <laughs> this looks like uh, for those of you who can't see it if you remember that episode of Bottom when Richie and Eddie dressed up as uh... <laughs> I'll scan that and put that yeah, up that, 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 that looks like something you've knocked up in the last two minutes <laughs> I must have done that about four or five weeks ago and I've just found it in my book <laughs> uh, so yeah carry, sorry carry on <laughs> Yeah, so, well, where did we leave off? Obviously, we um, we didn't talk as much about our favourite films. We talked about everything in between. Yeah, as um, usual. Uh, but we, 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 we did just, we did uh, crack into our top top three, though. We did. Can you remember what yours was, Ross? Yeah, I remember my number three was um, 28 Days Later. That's correct. And mine was um, From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I've got a shout out I'd like to say say hello to, uh, and that's uh, Dynamac, who's been sending us um, messages since we started doing this. Uh, some of them are very short, very quick, and some of them are about 15 minutes long each. And uh, he di- dissects with um, 
surgical accuracy um, of our. Is that saying? Right. Uh, surgical precision. I think you're looking for. No, no surgical precision uh, of everything that we do, and it is, is appreciated. And he obviously does love the love the show. Um, was not keen on my uh, Scarlett Johansson um, entry into the top ten. Are you going to play one of his messages? Is that where you're going with it? Nope. Oh right, I thought you were. Uh, bloody hell! When you said there's been sending his messages, and I wonder. <laughs> But yes, thank you for listening, Dynamac, and uh, your messages are appreciated. Very funny and appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got episode three coming next week, and uh, we hope you all enjoy them. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Bye. Getting out of practice. Yeah, yeah. I've been talking all day, so I'm very. Uh, I'm not, 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 I'